those relating to traditional leadership, Amanda Corza, writing in New Frame, explores how the Ndwedwe Development Committee has gone head-to-head with the local Nkosi in Duduzo Ngobo, who, it is alleged, has pulled the plug on a 40 million rand development which was authorised by the local municipality. This was reportedly on the grounds that the development was taking place on tribal land under the control of the Nkanyama Trust without its permission. This appears to be a long-standing dispute which seems to have been underreported as there have been protests which, according to the article, saw the tribal court and the Nkosi's house being burnt to the ground. Kosa writes that when she contacted the Nkosi for comment, he responded that she was posing rubbish questions. She quotes him as saying that, Firstly, you visited that community without the council's permission. If you want to know what's happening in my community, I have a tribal court that you can visit and you can speak directly to me and not to speak to community members about me. The notion that permission is required from the traditional council before a visit can be made to a community indicates the level of control which the council seeks to wield over the people it regards as its subjects. In the same week, Soiso Moliti, writing in Dispatch Live, reports on how the Eastern Cape government has endorsed the traditional courts bill at a COGDA committee meeting in Bisho on Wednesday. This endorsement was despite substantive objections from activists such as the Alliance for Rural Democracy and the Sonki Gender Justice about the rights of rural citizens and women being undermined by the bill. Both of these reports suggest that democracy is persistently undermined in the former Bantustans and that the old apartheid order remains alive and well in the countryside.